Welcome to the Living Out Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Steele. Now, I help people let go of what's holding them back to live out the best of who they are using their unique gifts to make the world a better place. The topics on the podcast range from personal growth to social justice and LGBTQ issues, and sometimes all three come together at once. I'd like to ask you a small favor and consider subscribing to the Living Out podcast. And think of this as an act of kindness or an expression of gratitude. Asking someone to pay to read blog posts or to subscribe to a podcast feels entirely outside of the norm. We can get so much for free online. And this is actually what the internet wants and the big players in the internet want you to think that you should get everything for free. But Google, Facebook, Twitter, and all of the successful social media platforms depend on their users to provide free content. And whatever you do online, everywhere you click, uh, everything you search for, even if you don't complete typing a search and don't click search, that's all tracked. Every site you go to, every bit of advertising that you see is based on algorithms that determine what you do online, and it literally creates a psychological profile. Gender, location, age, interests. So you start seeing ads that are tailored to who you are, or at least who the advertising giants think you are. So in other words, what you do online dictates the kind of advertising you see. Now, as a self-employed entrepreneur, I need to create income for myself, just like anyone does. And I do a lot of research, preparation, thinking, and production to deliver my podcasts and articles. And these do have raw costs for me, such as hosting, uh, plans, uh, maybe paying a designer to put something together for me, and so on. Now, in part, I do this because I love it. I love delivering this kind of content, and it definitely helps build an audience for the work that I do as a coach. But not everyone listening is going to hire me as their coach. But you are still, I hope and trust, receiving great value as someone who is listening to the podcast. Now, let me be blunt. We live in a capitalist society, and we pay money for products or services that provide value and improve our lives. And I'm passionate about helping others, but I also need to earn an income to support my life and to keep creating content. If I can't pay my bills, I can't take the time to prepare to deliver this kind of content. I don't have a desire to put up a paywall and make it impossible for people to listen to my podcast or to read whatever articles I write, and instead I'm choosing a different approach. Now, my choice of not having an advertiser supporting my website or my podcast is intentional. I don't want to promote something unless I completely believe in it. That's not to say that I'll never have an advertiser, but it would have to be someone I completely support. And I will never accept advertising if it requires any kind of control or restriction or limitation on the kind of content I provide, the words I use, or how I choose to deliver my message. Now, if you've been listening to the Living Out podcast for a while and have found my ideas helpful or influential, and if you've made any changes in your life as a result of something I've said, would you 
show me an act of kindness, an expression of gratitude by subscribing and supporting. You can choose from a few monthly subscription options that I've created on the webpage and pick an amount that works best for you that will help me to continue to produce two podcasts per week. If you are not in a position financially to donate, but the podcast brings you incredible value, then please do not spend any money at this time. Don't put yourself into any debt just as a way of thanking me. But you can help me by rating my podcast on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to the podcast on. Write me a review, share my episode on social media, or leave me a comment on the blog post on my website, and I would be more than happy to respond. Now, whatever you choose to do, I thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to your continued support. For today's episode, I want to talk about how gay men enhance culture with our attunement to sensuality and beauty. So here's a couple of statements to ponder. When I tune into beauty, I connect with the source that creates life. From that source comes my inspiration, that quality which allows me to create and bring value into the world. So according to Ray Rigoglioso in his book Gay Men and the New Way Forward, one of gay men's many unique gifts is a fine attunement to beauty, specifically that we are creators and keepers of culture. Now, last night I was uh, taking part in his group, Gay Men of Wisdom, and we were discussing at depth for almost two hours this idea, and it was exciting. And I made quite a few notes that have resulted in what I'm going to talk about today. If you're gay or not, Just listen in and consider who you know. Consider the gay men you know or know of that are involved in work, like making other people look and feel beautiful. Maybe hairstylists or makeup artists, fashion and clothing designers. But what about gay men who are involved in the telling of their own or other people's stories, like poets and authors and actors and singers and musicians people in the theater, Broadway actors, people who do stage design. And then there are the gay men who make other parts of the world more beautiful, like artists, visual artists, architects, models who put their body on display for what they can create from sculpting their own physique, interior designers, decorators, contractors, landscapers. Rigoglioso makes the connection between sexuality and sensuality and the fine attunement to beauty that we as bring we as gay men bring to culture and beauty in itself can be witnessed in one of two ways it occurs naturally you know we go out into the forest and we see the trees or we see the beauty of the ocean or the sun setting that has time immemorial made people stop and look and wonder. And beauty is also manifested by human beings, what we create with our thoughts and our hands and our hearts. 
And speaking to the latter, gay men play a disproportionate role compared to other people on the planet. For the amount of gay men in the world, the amount of gay men who are creatives and keepers and creators of culture, influencers, and people who improve the quality of culture is definite disproportionate to our numbers. So keeping in line with Rigoglioso's thesis in his book that gay men potentiate balance and a better understanding and expression of the masculine and the feminine characteristics, we see the beauty of things more quickly as gay men than our heterosexual counterparts. Beauty may be considered on the side of the feminine energy or a feminine characteristic as so-called, something that takes us out of our egos or our posturing and allows us to connect with the natural beauty of the world or pure creative expression that comes from within us. Now, making something beautiful has at its core an ability to move other people to feel, to emote, and to tune into all or some of their senses to experience that manifested, created, and creative expression. Tuning into beauty is an appreciation of something, be it natural and of the earth, or an artifice by by someone's hand. Now, for the sake of noticing that thing for its own merits, for its worth, for its value... That is independent of ego or self-promotion. Now, appreciation of beauty is a highly sensual act. On the extreme end, sexuality is often synonymous with sensuality, right? If you've ever made love, and I mean you've shared a moment that you will never forget, you get lost in in time and space with another person who just, that experience with them took you out of the mundane existence of your life into the fullest expression of every single one of your senses, but to a maximum of expression of every single sense at once, at one time, then you understand. And whether that just be you know, lovemaking on the highest emotional level, or whether that simply be the best sex you've ever had, every single one of your senses was excited beyond measure. You could not take in enough visually of your beloved or the person you desire in front of you. Your hands and your flesh upon his or her body, your sense of smell is heightened to that person's scent and whatever other smells were present in the moment, in the room, or outdoors. Each time you kissed his lips or licked a part of his body, you tasted him. You felt the heat against your tongue. You felt the moisture coming from the skin. And you felt him in that moment using yet another sense, skin against skin, flesh against tongue and lips. And finally you heard yourself and his moans of pleasure that while auditory also manifest on the physical body as movement, as sensations of physical pleasure, warmth, and electricity. Well, if you're a little excited, I know I am, but sex is the height of human sexuality. 
And sex is also the height of human sensuality, right? There's perhaps no greater extreme experience that can be activated, that brings out beauty between two people than partaking in some form of physical exploration and adventure with another person. This heightening and commingling of our senses, it stands uniquely on its own as one of the most profound physical and emotional and sensory experiences that we can have as human beings. But where does this fine attunement to beauty, this need or desire to creatively express beauty come from in gay men? Why? Why do we, as gay men, seem to disproportionately represent this aspect of enhancing culture? I've broken it down into one, two, three, four things. Sex, insight, identity, and self-love slash acceptance. So let's talk about sex first, as I already have. (laughs) It's an expression of an appreciation of beauty and something that's entirely natural and normal and human-based desire. It's a form of escape, a way to free oneself from the status quo. It can also be a political act to gay men fucking. It's a political act because it's something that others see as different. Throwing yourself into the arms of another person to connect with them, to leave time and space and bypass the world. Consider the so-called hypersexualized gay culture of the 1970s just before AIDS took its terrible toll. Sex was not only a way to identify gay male culture as a way to identify as a human being, as a gay male human, but also something like a drug. It was a way to feel good, to feel better, and to escape the pains of the heterosexist, heteronormative, and patriarchal dominant culture. Moving on to insight, and think of two words, or a hyphenated word, in-sight. Gay men express insight, an extreme or heightened form of inner vision and awareness that goes past the physical ocular sense into seeing what is not seen. We see what others do not see as a result of having lived for many years, if not even most of our adolescence, in the closet, of having been forced into an artifice, into the confines of ourself and outside of the status quo. Now, I've spoken about this in some earlier podcasts, as existing almost within the gap, somewhere between the masculine and feminine, somewhere between those characteristics and somewhere between those so-called gender roles. Not so much being a gender trickster, but understanding and realizing that we are unique and somehow different, and that our awareness and who we are allows us to bring something different into the world. This gap is a kind of insight. The gap 
is also a term used in meditation. For some, it may be called nirvana. It is that moment of no thought and no thinking, that moment of pure consciousness when we leave the ego. That gap from a coaching and psychology perspective is that moment where you catch yourself and take a breath and observe your actions, your thoughts in the moment to determine how you should best respond as opposed to reacting. So existing in this gap in a gay man allows me to look at the culture around me and determine how I'm going to speak, how I'm going to posture, how I'm going to look, how I'm going to manifest my physicality in movement in the world, how I'm going to communicate with sympathy or empathy or anger, and how that feels to be in a place where I feel somehow in the gap or on the margins. This gap, which has allowed us and allowed me to see things differently, creates a kind of attunement, because that gap is a space. It allows you to, in a sense, hear things and see things, pick up a kind of resonance, and we use this language of our senses, right? Attune, meaning being receptive to some sort of a resonance, attune, connecting with something. By spending more time observing ourselves, especially when we've been in the closet, may lead to an appreciation of beauty and wanting to create lovely things as a way of making our space, our spaces, our our presence, a beautiful place to exist within, a positive and freeing space that is something away from the limitations and the confines of the so-called status quo. Now, moving into a identity and appreciation of beauty and creativity is formative of many a gay man's identity. We seek to make our world more beautiful in response to the status quo, forcing us out and not making us feel welcome. Imagine how that feels. When someone doesn't want you to belong, be it your sexuality or your gender identity or the color of your skin, where a group of people, a tribe or a culture, seeks to expel or ostracize another subgroup or a group of others, the dominant culture is acting in defiance of nature. The dominant culture is defying natural laws. See, in the natural world, I exist. I simply exist. I am. Because I exist, I am natural. I am part of nature. There is nothing wrong with me. I have not been incorrectly created. I have not been created broken. I am part of the natural order of all things as a gay man. I embrace the natural order by seeking to create beauty. Those who do not embrace the natural order seek to limit at best and destroy at worst based on ideology, which in itself is an anti-creative and an anti-cultural mindset and doctrine. 
The manufacturer, the creation of something beautiful calls attention to something in the natural world or something that benefits and evolves culture that the status quo would ultimately be missing out on. You see, a utilitarian and purely pragmatic world would not end well if the human expression of unbridled creativity were extinguished. Like the shaman or the Berdachi, existing in that gap allows gay men to see the possibilities through insight and creative expression of our unique identity. Balancing the masculine and the feminine energies and characteristics is yet another way of manifesting beauty, being able to see the connection between the two and the way in which they can layer and overlap and come together to create something expressly unique. Finally, speaking on self-love and self-acceptance, this Gay male gift, our appreciation of and creation of beauty is a way to influence and impact the status quo. It may be a subconscious directive, not so much to prove our worth, not to ask for acceptance because we don't need to ask for it. We don't need to deserve it. We simply are human nature. Instead, we seek to show the world what it does not see. We bring a fineness of detail to things that activates more than just one of the senses. We create beauty to impart the value in things, in experiences, and to explore the sensuality of these moments. Creating beauty requires a creator, and we are the creators. Creating something of beauty that others haven't experienced before enhances the value of that culture, enhances the human experience, enhances and helps develop the mind. This creative manifestation may be a subconscious act to demonstrate our purpose and value in society. That We play an important role as gay men to balance, to create balance and bridge the so-called masculine and feminine binaries, to show that the binary is simply too limiting. As gay men, we promote a greater appreciation of the natural world and of artistic expression, such that other people recognize our contribution to the human fabric. We are part of the natural world simply because we exist in it a priori. Taking us out of this natural order is akin to pulling single threads one at a time out of that absolutely beautiful fine tapestry that will slowly begin to unravel the more the threads are removed. It will no longer have what it needs to sustain its beauty, to maintain its form, and to express all of its colors and unique sensuality. As gay men, we imbue the world with beauty and creativity as a way to connect with others on the level of sensuality. 
to put others out of their ego and their ideology and to attune to connect with all that is natural and human. And dare I say it, all of those things are normal. Perhaps the only thing that's abnormal is thinking that something doesn't belong. That was quite a moment, wasn't it? Who do you appreciate for bringing beauty and creativity into this world? I would love to hear your comments. Just head on over to my blog and leave me a comment on the episode webpage. And please spread the love. If you're listening on iTunes, if you would rate me as many stars as you could, perhaps leave a comment to let other people know about the value of this podcast, because those are the things that help my podcast reach new audiences. The more you rate and star and leave comments, the more quickly and organically my podcast will grow. And share an episode that you enjoy on Twitter or Facebook or your favorite social media. And until next time, live out and live proud. Proud.